0: episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Now available on iOS, Windows Mobile, Kindle Fire, and Android. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back everyone to Nerd Parents. This is episode 39 and this is the podcast where we come together Every week in a positive space with a group of friends and parents to discuss parenting in a nerdy world. Just a friendly reminder, every kid's different and so are we. So please do your research and find out what's right for your family. I'm your host, Nicole Spagnolo, and I have a little boy who's going to be turning three this month. And uh, every week we have awesome parents joining us and we have a regular show. We have both Carrie and Eric here. Hey, guys. Hello. Uh, I'm totally off my game. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> did you almost yeah, say it's okay
0: we're I mean, just gonna free is, well we we're good things at this video games I, I almost said all things video games i
1: totally <laughs> almost hear that i was like oh she's gonna say it uh,
0: so for those that don't know i do another podcast called Lazy bleed and it's just only video games and that's our little tagline <laughs> so. um but in case we have new listeners uh eric do you want to introduce yourself
1: Sure. Hi, guys. My name's Eric. I'm a stay at home dad. I have a one year old named Thaddeus. He's, well, one and a half years old now. Hey. And uh, I have an eight, just turned eight year old now uh, named Colette.
0: Yay. And then hey. we have Carrie as well. Hey, Carrie. Hello, I am
2: Carrie and I have been married for far too long and I have 3 children and my oldest is almost 15, my middle child is almost 13 and my youngest is almost 5.
0: Yay! Yay! So, uh, we do this. Uh, this is a weekly show, um, and we like to just come together as a little se- therapy session. And I- I've kind of been in need of one. So, I'm really happy to talk to both of you. It feels like forever since I've talked to both of you at the same time.
1: Yeah, we've you know? been uh, all scattered about. Yes. Uh,
0: yeah, and it's October. So, uh, all the pumpkin everything is out. Are you guys Good. like pumpkined out yet?
1: No, we get real stupid and in, into it. We're we're kind of uh, an, um, to many people. We're annoyingly festive.
0: I we, I'm the same way. I, I I'm like <laughs> I'm I want to annoy you as much as possible and put up yeah. decorations and.
1: Oh yeah, we we get all up in the decorations. We put them everywhere.
0: Carrie, I saw your uh, you posted on our Facebook page the most our adorable little pumpkins. little pumpkins with vampire teeth. <laughs> They were so much fun. <laughs> did you
2: make those? They were so funny. Yeah, I did. Oh, they're so
0: cute. They're
2: super easy to make. My husband works for a toy company, and he gets like they, they sell those little teeth. And I, I called him and I said, "Can I, you know, can I come over and buy some of those?" He said, "I don't know if we have them in stock yet because they were selling out really quick." I said, "Well, I'll go over to the store and see if they have them. Don't worry about it." So I went over, and um, one of his coworkers saw me come in, and he went, "What do you need?" And I said, "I'm looking for the little teeth." And he went over and he looked at the shelf, and he's probably halfway across the store from me. And he looks up and he yells, uh, there's a bag of 144. And I went, uh, I don't need that many. He <laughs> said, how many do you need? And I went, five. <laughs> and he goes, oh, look. And I heard rip and I saw them fly everywhere. And he goes, oh, damaged goods. So I got, I got five of them as That's a gift. That's awesome.
1: So, nice.
2: And then all I did was I just take the little teeth and I hold them up against the um, the pumpkin. And I just kind of outlined the shape where they were and then cut it out and jammed the teeth Jam. in there. And then I just used long um head pins to make the eyes. Oh, and occasionally so I'll use the, um, like a pumpkin seed to make like a, um, the whites of the eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and so then cute. Uh, I had to use a silver Sharpie. April Viking last from the Tadpool and Frog Pants was at my house for a few days and uh, I stole her silver Sharpie to give Sarah's pumpkin some braces. Because Sarah has <laughs> braces. Oh,
0: fun. Well, speaking of, of the chat room, we are in the Frog Pants IRC chat room, so if you are listening uh, to this later, um, we do this live. We try to do it Wednesdays, but... Um, my down for the day or for the week or whatever is the fact that we couldn't record Wednesday because my house was being fumigated for ticks. So yeah,
1: yeah. yeah did, so, so they we uh, like a tent over your whole house. No,
0: no, tank? they didn't. They didn't tent it or anything it like was that. Itchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, but I did see a, a story in Missouri of a house that had over 5,000 brown recluses and it was tented.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yes. Did you see that? Yes, that was
0: in that was out near St. Louis. No so th- thank you. So I'm very thankful that all I, oh, we had to do was spray a little and stay out of the house for 4 hours. Oh. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's my that's my down. So we if you're listening again for the first time, we do kind of ups and downs and what we what's been going on. Um, a while back, uh, we had gotten a new puppy. Unfortunately, the puppy kept attacking—not attacking, not attacking um, pushing my toddler down. I mean, it was just—it was a horrible experience, and I was really sad that we had to find that puppy a new home. Well, unfortunately, that puppy was uh, infested with ticks, and we didn't know that at the time. And the puppy brought in ticks. And I grew up to where you found a tick, you killed the tick, you kind of moved on. You didn't really necessarily think. Oh, the tick's going to go into the entire house and lay eggs everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but apparently uh, in Arizona it's a little different for these ticks because they uh yeah, the for the past it's so disgusting to talk about. I don't I mean it's gives me the willies. So yeah, I'll just leave it <laughs> at. We had a tick infestation and we had to bring somebody in and that just kind of Made the whole schedule yesterday wonky, and that's why we're recording live on Thursday instead of Wednesday, like we normally do. <laughs> that Long sounds story, like
1: a super big pain. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: that's... yeah. Ooh. Well, because you, we had to bring everything off of the wall, and you oh. think, oh, okay. W- what does that m- really entail? Right, it's everything comes off the wall into the middle, and like big desks and everything. It was just oh, it just oh. took it just oh, took forever. Yeah. And then when you have a toddler wanting to den- just demolish everything you're doing, it doesn't really right. work so well. <laughs> uh, but uh-huh. our but our up, we went to a pumpkin patch, speaking of pumpkins, right. and had a fun, there's like a farm uh, near here. You would think Arizona desert. No, there's so many farms because of the, the weather here. There are a lot of farms. Um, and so this one had a, a nice little pumpkin patch and we went and, picked out a pumpkin and then we they had a bouncy house and we're um it was on a saturday so it was pretty busy
1: i love doing the pumpkin patch we're hopefully gonna go soon the one we go to has like a little
0: maze
1: uh, yeah a little maze a corn maze but it's not like a big crazy scary one it's one the kids can have fun in and you can kind of see their heads over the corns thing and you can just watch them and they have a lot of fun
0: yeah, do you go? Do you guys go to pumpkin patches, carry farms, or whatever? Yeah, uh, we have a great farm
2: out here in the Kansas City area, uh, in Overland Park, called the Deanna Rose Farmstead, and it's a free, like, great little, hand, very hands-on walk-through kind of almost like a zoo. And they have a great pumpkin patch. The kids ride out on a big flatbed truck, and it's covered with hay, and they can pick pumpkins anywhere they want. Um, we also have a kind of like a, it's not Home Depot. Um, First of all, I don't know what the hell my son is doing upstairs, but I think he's sawing through a wall. Colin, <laughs> no home repairs while mom's on air. Um,
1: there's six there's, in there,
2: Ma. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, rebuilding upstairs. I don't know what's going on. There's um, We have a place. It's like a home and garden center, but it's all outdoors. It's a big nursery. And they take an entire back lot of the of the place, and it's all surrounded by beautiful growing trees. And um, how you get around this lot, instead of having to walk everywhere and try and carry big plants, you can take a golf cart. Nice. And, Oh, fun. You need. Well, they take a big lot in the back and they just dump pumpkins all over it. So all the kids can go out, take a golf cart with your parents, drive through the whole place, and pick up whatever pumpkins. You can pick a pumpkin, any one that you want. I think you uh, you don't pay very much for them either. I used to take my kids there every year. And um, they're all different sizes, and there's a couple of people out there who will face paint, and Aww, they have popcorn fun. and stuff. It's really great. So we'll get out there and do that pretty soon. We're going to probably
0: do that this weekend, as a matter of fact. Yeah, effect. Mateo's been asking for the bouncy house from – Every single day since we went, because they had a bouncy house, and then they had have you i've never seen these where they, it's just a big balloon, like huge like blow up balloon, and they can bounce on it you go up the and they can oh you know what I'm talking about yeah
1: oh, we, like I've seen one of these those are great colette's Colette got to play on one of those a couple years ago, and she really liked it too
0: he loved it, and um another part of my my down was for the first time ex- i experienced. Bitchy moms. Ooh. <laughs> and we were standing in line. It was hot. I mean, you. It, it again, Arizona. So nothing says fall like a 90 degree weather. <laughs> uh. But it's sunny. And so we're standing in line. Mateo's getting antsy. I mean, we're talking about two and three year olds here. Mm-hmm. And there were two women with their children behind us. And the little girl was very impatient. Like to the point that... I thought I'm like you should probably like take her away and like handle that.
1: <laughs> Serious verbal assault things
0: yeah. going on. Yeah. Um and so Matteo Mark was with me and so Mark kind of brought him over to the side and there's like a little area they could stand and watch everybody. So in, so I was standing in line. So the woman that was running the gate um, the way that it would work when we could ki- get one kid would come off, she would let one on. Well, the next time she opened the the gate the person in front there was only one that came off so i wasn't going to assume that i would be next i'm waiting for the person running the gate to say we can go in um the little two little girls behind me and the moms literally rushed in and totally disregarded and butted in front of me i'm like you bitches <laughs> 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 they were just so rude about it too and they were like staring me down i'm like you're the one in the wrong you're butting in line we're all trying to handle two-year-olds here two and three-year-olds what is your problem so yeah i just i kind of stuck in my craw for a while and i was just like i guess uh, people are people right so, that
1: would have bothered me a lot, too. Yeah. I, you see that kind of thing a lot when you're out in big public spaces and you see a lot of parents around. Parents um, almost
0: are bad, more, worse behaved than their children in most yeah. cases.
1: It kind of reminds me of almost every day when I pick up Colette from school and all the parents are trying to leave through this oh, one exit yes. at the same time.
0: Yeah, And
1: we're all kind of giving each other this death stare, and some parents are like, screw you, I'm going. (laughs) Kids are in the way, eh, whatevs.
0: I read a really funny um, blog post about that same situation. I, thankfully, haven't had to experience that yet, the drop-off and pick-up. But it was a mom that she's kind of in her head going through, like... Uh, Come on, Infinity! Move forward! Oh, don't you? And She's like talking in her head to all the cars, and it's like, I love you. Oh, yeah, we're on the same team. And, and it was, it was a very funny blog post. I have to find and I'd like and to share it too. It's, it was really funny. Even, even though I have, I can't really directly relate to it. I have a feeling I'm going to fairly soon.
1: Oh, I'm sure you will.
0: I see. I, I rode the bus as a kid. Ah, uh, me too. So I didn't really have the, the whole problem with the. Drop off, pick up from from my parents. They were already. I did. Did you?
2: Did you? Did you? Oh, well, I didn't. I have that problem with the kids. Oh, okay. I, I so did, you're going to ride the bus. I have a story. Hang on, Yay. because it doesn't, it doesn't make me look good. Oh, that's so, okay. We're human. Yeah. So Sarah, uh, when we moved out here to about twenty, we live about twenty miles south of Kansas City proper, and we moved to the bought a new house. We're all excited, and Sarah was young at the time; she wasn't in school yet. And then we finally got her into a school, and they built a brand new elementary school. Literally, you could see it from my backyard, and I thought, "This is great! She'll be able to walk; it'll be fantastic." And then my husband went, "I really don't want her walking. She's really little, you know." And I said, "Yeah, yeah that's fair." And then so we called the school, and they said, "Well, you live too close for the bus to pick you up, so you have to drive her." I went, "Okay." So you have to be a mile or more away before they will um, pick you up by bus. We lived .95 fifths, 0.9, whatever, 0. 0.9 something, 90% closer than we should have. So I said, okay, that's horrible. So I started driving her. And it was not a problem to my husband would drive her in the morning and I would pick her up in the afternoon. Well, one day my husband took a car seat out of my car and didn't tell me. So I went. Two o'clock comes, and I'm getting ready to go pick up Sarah, oh, and I've no. got Eden at home with me because she yeah, wasn't in yeah. school yet. And I go to pick up Sarah, and there's no car seat to put Eden in. And I'm like, "How am I going to pick her up? Like, how? I don't. I don't know how this is going to work. And I can't. I can't figure it out. I don't know what's going on. And so I ended up figuring blankets and pillows and <laughs> duct tape. So I basically. Yeah, I sat Eden in the back seat, and I put duct tape underneath her armpits, like right across her chest and across her hips, and she just sitting there looking at me like – why because she can't sit up by herself and if i lay her down she's gonna roll onto the floor like i'm like i can't know what i'm doing so and i just put a blanket over her so you couldn't see any of it so she's just like this headless horseman in the back seat and we picked up sarah at school and they come out to put her in the car and i'm like no no no, i got it it's fine it's the one moment in her life where eden has picked something up and thrown it and she throws the blanket oh. so this <laughs> This poor woman looks in the backseat of the car and is like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I'm like, hi. And Sarah says, that's my sister. She's disabled. Oh, God. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. And then I was just like, all right, there's nothing I could do worse than throw them in the trunk. So I just said, look. End of a car seat. What do you want me to do? And she's just like, I'm just going to forget that I saw that. <laughs> and was, go ahead, go ahead. I I know you live close. Go ahead and go home. And I thought, oh my god, I'm never going to. Nobody ever mentioned it again. I don't know whether it was out of fear <laughs> or it was. Out Every of time of just, you come
0: around, they're like. That's the oh, woman that duct tapes her kid into the oh, car.
2: Duct tapes disabled kid into the car. <laughs> yep, safety first. Oh my goodness!
1: Wow, yeah. oh. that is an amazing story. Good times. <laughs> hey, duct tape. It, you know, it's it works it's, for everything.
0: It works. It's a the lot. most versatile tape out there. That's right. Yep. <laughs> yep. But this is this is now recorded for posterity. You have to quit. Good times. You oh, know, oh, I you know, growing up, we. My dad decided to move us out into the country when I was in third grade, and we were the first pickup on the bus route, and we were the last to be dropped off. (laughs) So I had like a good hour, hour and a half on a bus Mm -hmm. every single day. Um, But yeah, it sucked. Like I hated getting up that early, but I have to say those bus rides really were awesome in the sense that I got my love of reading from that. Like oh, I nice. was a fiend for reading and I would read like at one point I had read every single Dean Koons book there was out there. Oh. Oh. Right. And he, for those that know Dean Arcoons, he's a very pro- prolific writer. <laughs> he writes a lot.
1: Uh, scary movies, yeah. uh, scary books.
0: Yeah. Scary books. Um, and Stephen books. King. Um, I remember reading the dark tower uh, on the bus, so I so I almost have a I don't know nostalgia fondness of of the bus because um, I was the first one on to I could pick my seat, oh, and nice. I never got I never really got bullied because I just kind of stayed in my corner. I would always sit on the hump, you know, where the the tire comes up. Oh you
1: know? yeah, yeah. And
0: I would always sit there so I could you know have my legs up and I be reading my book. Nice, <laughs> but you know, uh, it's. It's the kind of thing that I'm like, I wonder if it would be the same for Mateo if he had a bus ride like that. Probably not. I think uh, maybe boys are a little bit more rambunctious.
1: Um, it probably depends yeah. on the boy.
0: Yeah, true. Um, so, yeah. Bus rides, drop-offs. I, I'll have to find that article, Eric. I was looking for it, and I can't. I think it was on Scary Mommy. Um okay. But it's really funny. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to the whole drop-off pickup thing. So... Uh uh let's see what else what's been going on with you guys? Um any any ups or downs for me?
1: Either uh,
0: Eric, do you want to kick it off?
1: Okay, I'll. T- <laughs> um uh well, on my up this uh is Colette turned 8 over the weekend. yay, yay!
0: Happy yay! birthday, Colette.
1: So that's both you know, I'm super happy about it and she, and she had a really great time. She had a fun birthday party, her friends were here. Um all, she, they had a blast they tore my house to pieces <laughs> um they were frightening because it was a bunch of kids uh, like seven and eight year olds who who just are insane full of all kinds of weird violent energy when you put them in a room together and they just start bouncing off each other uh but it but they was they had a lot of fun and that made me happy but it also kind of freaked me out that I have an eight-year-old <laughs> um, I don't know it just seems uh, I don't know. Just, it came so quickly.
0: It's. It, uh, it, are you um, thinking of that song? Of,
1: this is not my beautiful house. This is. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> Days yeah. gone by. Talking I'm heads. definitely yeah. getting
1: kind of that that kind of a feeling. Like yeah. wow, that that came up fast. Um, oh, but the one of the other my one of my other ups is we also this weekend went up to my grandparents' cabin just before uh, the birthday and. Uh, It's just this cabin that's like 45 minutes up the mountain here in Salt Lake. And uh, my grandparents built this cabin years and years ago. Um, And it's just this cool little cabin up in the woods. It's quiet. It's peaceful. We had the whole family up there. And we just watched movies and relaxed and did nothing. It was awesome.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Um, And my down is just that (laughs) Thaddeus' sleep issues have just gotten worse and worse.
0: How old like, is he now? He's two. He's a year and a half, right?
1: Year, yeah, about a year and a half. And like last night, he d- he went to sleep at one in the morning.
0: Oh goodness!
1: Yeah, so he's probably
0: going. I, I seem to remember when when Matteo was like, you know, eighteen, nineteen months, he had some sleep regressions, like around that time too. Right.
1: Well, I think I think um, some of it has to do with his just. Just uh, circumstances out of everyone's control has caused his sleep schedule to get all kinds of out of whack. So the times that he's tired and awake are just all over the place, and nap times could come at any time and throw the whole thing into a new mix, and it's just been really difficult to manage. Uh, But, you know, what can you do?
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm reading in the chat room. Thorin is oh. is updating everybody. They've only they've only talked about pumpkin patches, bitchy moms, and ticks so far. <laughs> <laughs> Show title.
1: No, it's a parenting podcast.
0: <laughs> oh my oh, goodness. goodness! And by the way, someone said I didn't know you fumigated for ticks. I I used the word fumigated incorrectly. They sprayed for ticks, so not if we didn't get fumigated. So it's. A, I think more people are like would understand fumigate because it's like the whole house, right? Versus, ah, eh, you get sprayed some. Well, yeah. I, I, I kept
1: know. thinking of that big tent thing yeah. when I heard fumigate. And, and, yeah,
0: but, yeah. Uh, so how about you, Carrie? What's been going on with you? I just changed my Skype picture. That's
2: my Aww. Halloween photo. That's Eden. Aww. The Ooh. cutest little mummy ever. She's dressed as a mummy. Somebody asked me if she was a ski accident. I went, no, she's a mummy. <laughs> Um a ski accident? It seems like she was in a skiing, because she's in a wheelchair. I was like, really? Oh, People, okay. come on now.
0: She's well, a mommy, leave her alone. Geez. Um let me see. I, I just saw the cutest blog post uh, a mom decorating her son's wheelchair. So she did like Mario Kart and yep. it was it was adorable.
2: We've got we've got a couple of ideas for Ethan this year. We thought we might do um we have an umbrella that clips onto her chair. So we thought we might make her Mary Poppins and call Colin the chimney sweep. Oh, that's oh. adorable! Yeah, we thought about that, and then we thought um, we have a couple of really big cardboard boxes from uh, appliances in the garage. We thought we might make her a, um, a her wheelchair into a block of cheese and make her a mouse coming out of it. So we've got some we've got some ideas out there. Mm-hmm.
0: Adorable. Um,
2: what else are we do? And then I thought I'd do Stephen Hawking, and my husband just looked at me weird. <laughs> anyway. Um, let me see, because, yeah, everybody would know what that was, right, if you rolled up. Happy, hey, what? The nerds would. Yeah. The nerds would be like, righteous, good job. <laughs> Let me see if I have any ups and downs this week. Um, up, I'm going to have the house to myself this weekend. That nice. never happens. Uh, Aaron is taking, um, well, it's actually just Aaron and Sarah going, which is, they're the two that make the most mess, so that's good. They're going to Nebraska for the weekend, so I'm going to have the house relatively to myself, because Colin you can control, and Eden doesn't make a mess. So that will be nice. Um, And what else is going on? Um, Downs. Uh, Sarah's struggling quite a bit. Her alopecia is not getting better. It's getting worse. Mm. So she's really not in a very good place with that right now. She wants to. She's asking if she could be homeschooled. She's not happy. Um, I did. We asked her if she's getting picked on. and She said no. I said then I don't understand the problem. Sorry if I'm dense, but I don't get it. And she said... uh, she was pulled out of class the other day by the school counselor. And the school counselor brought her aside and said that a teacher had expressed concerns about her health, The teacher that she does not have, and um, mm. wanted to know if she was okay. <coughs> and this counselor, excuse me, doesn't know Sarah very well, right. so he pulled her out to talk to her. So I immediately got in the car. Sarah called me in tears from the, the bathroom. She said, I oh, that everyone must be talking about me and I didn't know oh. it. And I said, oh, geez. So oh, I got geez. in the car, went up there and I pulled the counselor aside. And I said, first of all, if you have a question about my child's health and you don't know her, go to the nurse who has known her since she was five or call me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I understand the safety perspective from, you know, if the child is being abused. If I call the parent the parents not going to necessarily tell me that. So I understand their perspective in needing to address the child totally. I said but you need to understand Sarah and that she's very very sensitive and she's trying to be beyond the vanity Of the Mm -hmm. hair. She refuses to wear a wig. She refuses to wear hats. She's just like, it's my head. Suck it. Like, she just doesn't care. She's just like, deal with it. This is, if you're going to take the time to get to know me and ask the questions, then you'll understand that my hair is not a big deal. Um, And it shouldn't be to you because it's not to me. So she's trying to be bigger than that. And I think she's trying to maybe set a little bit of an example for other people. And um, this. Really kind of swept the floor out from underneath her, and she didn't want to go back to school, and she was really upset. And I, it, Sarah, doesn't break like that. Yeah, she's kind of a lot like me in that way. She just kind of sucks it up and tries to make the best of it. But this really kind of shattered I mean, her. Have you and thought
0: ab- Have you thought about giving her some time to do like? Because we we just had um, uh, a guest on who homeschools his kids, and he was he was praising. Um, there's like a k k twelve k twelve dot org or yep. something like that, and yep. saying it was really well. well. We
2: kicked it. My husband and I talked about it a little bit. And I have always told Sarah, we will never have big conversations about you without you there because that feels also like we're talking about you and that is part of the problem. So we sat her down and we all talked about it. Her dad and I don't feel like that that's – I'm not saying it's letting other people win, but Mm -hmm. if there's not really a problem, other people are not making fun of you, then you are projecting your Mm -hmm. fear of that onto other people and you're underestimating their ability to be good to you. Yeah, And I said, I don't think that that's – fair to your friends to underestimate them that way. I don't think it's fair to underestimate people whose intent is good, but maybe their follow through sucks. Yeah, sucked. the approach. Um, and I said, I think that You need taking you out. She said, Sarah's excuse is take me out of it until my hair grows back in. Then I'll go back to school. I said, that's great, Sarah, but that doesn't address the reason that you're losing hair. If you're losing hair because you have stress in your life, you have to learn to manage that stress, not just replace it with something else until it comes back. Because the minute you stop addressing that thing, the hair will fall out again. So I said, you can't make that call on her. So
0: Does she do any kind of like meditation, yoga or anything like that? She's a she's an athlete and she plays volleyball. She was mm-hmm. one of the only
2: freshmen in the city to make the high school team this year. That's stressful, and um, though
0: I mean that I play volleyball and that's that's a big yeah. That's big. and she's libero, so she plays center back. So yeah. she's
2: the smallest kid on the team, and she's all over the place. So she's she's an athlete and she's really good at it, and I think that's where her focus is. But I think. Uh, The way that I, when I've talked to therapists in the past, I think it's great to have a therapist in your back pocket parents, just FYI throwing that out there. It may be somebody that you never call. It may be somebody that you never visit, but it is so fantastic to have a body that is impartial. Who you have to explain yourself and where you're coming from to them to have them understand mm-hmm. your perspective. That helps you get that out of your system. Yeah. So I think it's a great thing to have anyway. So I always recommend them for everybody. That's why I, I have I you, Gary. Thank you. That's why I recommended one to Sarah, and I told her the same thing. I said you can talk to your parents, you can talk to you, and we have a very close relationship with her. And I said, and you can talk to your friends, but I think it's nice to have somebody who doesn't know you. To, to talk to, yeah, just so that yeah. you can talk about all that crap that you feel like you can't say to me right. or your friends. And um, she said, well, you know, I, I kind of want to do that. And the way this school counselor, who after I spoke with him, I understood what he said to her, he said, it's kind of like um, for Sarah in particular, her a lot of her bigger stress or concerns are about her sister. She's very concerned mm. that she doesn't want to babysit because she doesn't want her sister to pass while she's babysitting. She doesn't want um, to be the one who finds her sister when she passes. Mm. <laughs> to be really upset about the concept of Eden passing away, which I understand. Yeah. Um, but it's not something that's going to go away because that's a fact of who we live with. So I told her, I said, that's something that you have to – that's not you spinning emotionally out of control. That's you not deciding to um, – you're going to have to accept part of who we live with and the situation that we're in with a special needs child. And she understands that, but she didn't know how to address it mm-hmm. in the way – It was good to hear that this guy talked to her in a way that she was able to make sense of how she's processing it. He said, take the issue that is Eden and pretend it's an apple and put it on top of your head. You can balance it there all day. When you go to volleyball, you can push the the apple off and replace it with the orange. And the orange is volleyball. You're focusing, you're thinking about volleyball, and it's great. But the minute volleyball practice is over and you come home, the orange falls up and the apple's back up there again. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't. you're never quite dealing with the apple. You're just replacing it with something else for the time being. And he said, and that's fine. But you need to do things like maybe journaling, something where you address the apple directly and you deal with it. Because if you don't, it will never find a reason to not be there. And he said, that's what I want you to get into. So she's very um, type A. I don't think meditation is going to work for her. But I think journaling will work well. It's just how she journals. She can't sit down and write about – if she's upset about Eden, acknowledge that, write about Eden. Don't sit down and write about a band.
1: Mm -hmm. or
2: doodle, or draw your favorite colors and just paint. That can be therapeutic for people if that's how they work through a process. But for Sarah, I think that's another orange in place of an apple. Mm -hmm. So I told her, if you're going to, the way that the therapist said, you know, write letters to Eden. You don't have to show them to her. Mm -hmm. Keep them yourself. But it's your way of directly addressing her and getting out the fears that you have about her and how you live your life and what you're afraid of and all this stuff. And it's in your own words. It's to her. She never has to see it. If you want to show it to her, if you want to read it to her, you can. Uh, that type of thing. So I think that she'll, I think that Sarah will be okay. And yeah. when she talks to us about these things, she acknowledges that she has a tendency to make it bigger than itself, which is very teen.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, the, the years of like 12 to, to like 18 are basically. Oh my God, everyone's thinking about me, everyone's looking at me. I was and like, that. I, I, how I all fit my, in and all that. It's just all garbage. It sucks. Honestly, so, from
0: eight, uh, from what, 13 to 25 for me was. That oh, I'm telling <laughs> you. Yeah, it
2: can really sucks. vacillate. And, it I, does. and we just told her, you know, Sarah, you're not the only person who goes through this. And Aaron tried to flip it around and he said, Sarah, let's just say, Let's just say for you know shits and giggles, your hair grows back again. It's beautiful. You get your braces off. You feel really good about yourself. Guess what? There's going to be somebody who hates you because you're too pretty mm. and you're too thin and your hair is perfect and theirs isn't and you've got perfect teeth and that doesn't seem fair or you get straight A's. Don't assume that everybody's looking at you because everybody's far too concerned about themselves That's and their own true. business. That's true. Exactly. I said, and there's always going to be somebody that dislikes you for something Mm because nobody's going to like everything about you. You can't please everybody. So I said, just try and please you. And if for you right now, the the hill you're willing to die on is I'm not going to wear a hat and I'm not going to wear a wig and I don't care who sees my scalp, then own that.
0: Just own it. There's a, there's a punk song by real big fish (laughs) called somebody hates me. Yep. She would probably love that song.
2: She would love that. And (laughs) I just told her, I said, pick a hill to die on. And if this is it, kid, Own it. I am thrilled if that's who you want to be. I don't give a crap about your hair, and it's not because I'm your mom. It's just because I don't give a crap about your hair. I said, you've come downstairs in some outfits that have I've been like, and no. Turn around, go (laughs) change that shit. Like, No, you're not wearing that. I said, so believe me, if anybody in this house was going to tell you you looked ridiculous bald, I'm not going to be shy about it. So I said, (laughs) I would tell you, hey, why don't you try a hat? Why don't you do this? Mm -hmm. And she's just, but I really don't want to. And Aaron said, you know what? You may have to take a week of just wearing like a beanie or a little cap or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we've already talked it over with the school. It's not a big deal. It's a medical thing where it just for your until you can get into the mindset of understanding that other people aren't looking at you, don't give them something to look at. Yeah. Just, just, and it's not for you. Think of it as doing it for them. You're taking it out of the picture entirely. So now if you think somebody's looking at you, it's not because you're bald, because they can't see that. Yeah. So I said, you just kind of need to put yourself in that mindset, and getting there is very hard. I think for a 14 year old girl who's incredibly sensitive, and still trying to, you know, like I said, choose that hill to die on about being bigger than the vanity. Mm-hmm. So it's it's tough, but she's. I think she's going to come out of this. She's going to come out of this a very, very, very well centered kid and very, very prepared yeah. for the calamity that is college when you, when you get, you know, it's one thing to be in high school with all kids that you know for four years, and then all of a sudden you're thrown into a college environment where it's people from all over the world and you have to relearn how to function in that space. So I said, I think you'll be, you'll be better for this in the end, Sarah, than you realize. So we're going uh, to do a couple of things. We have to go see, we have a couple of dermatologist appointments this week. Um, i she normally will go and get like a cortisone injection, and that stimulates hair growth. Mm-hmm. Um it didn't do it this time. So they did say that the next uh, procedure is to actually do injections in her scalp itself. Ooh. And she's thinking, yeah, that's exactly, even I did. I was sitting in the room and I went, uh, <laughs> and, uh she looked at me and went, thanks for the support, mom. <laughs> I said, God, no, thank you. Um, and, uh, so that's something. And we're going to go, we have a friend who owns kind of like a hair replacement clinic, um, kind of like the hair club for yeah, men type yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And they have a, a tool that they use when they do evaluations. It looks like a, um, it's a like stimu- an, uh, yeah, it's infrared like a, light.
0: Yeah. Stimulates. Just, yeah. Yeah, they're
2: just going to look at her scalp. It's going to be on a TV screen projected, and they just oh. run this infrared light over her head, and it projects what the inside of her um, hair follicles look like. Oh, interesting. So it, we're not going to do – yeah, and I said, you know what, Sarah? It's just information, and information is power. Yeah. So. You may look at it, and you may not see hair in your head right now. But if you look at those follicles and you see those little hairs in there growing, and they're trying to grow, that may be motivation mm-hmm. for you to take better care of yourself, mm-hmm. take more vitamins, eat better. So I said, it's just power, kid. Just yeah. empower yourself with
0: information. It doesn't You're such mean a good we're going to go out. I'm trying, man. Yeah. <laughs> Drafting I'm Dave trying. in the chat room has a really neat suggestion. I don't know if, if she would be up for this, but he says, how about she she does a blog for other siblings of special needs kids? That is a brilliant idea. Like, like, yeah, that is I a like brilliant like, idea. Like,
2: oh, my God. Oh, that's fantastic. Have her help them.
0: other people. I mean, yeah. That would be great. Yeah. We,
2: picked her. we chose her a therapist. Um, I had asked our pediatrician, can you recommend anybody for somebody – for Sarah to talk to. And she actually named somebody that Sarah did see a few times, um, a gentleman who has two siblings with special needs and he had lost one of his siblings at the same age that Sarah is now. So I thought, Oh, that'll be a great fit. What didn't really mesh with Sarah is it was a male. She feels more comfortable with a Mm -hmm. female. And Mm -hmm. I understand that. So she said, she said, I even felt like he was looking at my head and I said, well, then that's not the guy we're going to go to then. (laughs) Right. So, uh, but I mean, I thought, yeah, that would be fantastic. What a good idea. Look at you chat room. You're Good so smart. You chair, the
0: tadpole is the awesome. Chair.
2: That's a great idea. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. And I will I will suggest that to her. And if she does it, I will let you guys know what it is. So you guys can follow along if you're interested. And you might learn a lot about One Direction that you're not interested in. But yeah, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> it might <laughs> stay on topic, too. Exactly.
0: So.
2: Yeah. But other than that, things are great. Eden's healthy. Colin's healthy. I'm healthy. Yay. Yahtzee. Moving into the holidays and oh, nobody's holidays. sick. So that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. Sure. I mean – have you guys been following the whole intro D sixty eight thing? It was I, awful here. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah, remember you Kansas bringing it. Is it still pretty bad there, or has it kind of run yes. its course?
2: When Eden was in the hospital last time she was in and she was in the ICU again, um, she went in because she was having seizure problems and we couldn't stop them. So the first thing they do when they bring her in is they give her a medication that we know is going to stop the seizures, but it can depress her respiratory drive. So the first thing they have to do is put her in the ICU on oxygen and, you know, keep her s- sedated and the whole bit. So she was in overnight. The seizures, <laughs> we got her back on her normal meds and mm-hmm. things seemed to be okay. So I said to the doctors in the ICU, Hey. Send me home. She's right, good. I let's remember. Her. I remember that. And he said, "Well, we want to bring her to the, let's bring her to the floor. Let's, you know, let's try." I said, "Look, you guys have E sixty eight running all over this place. Why would you take a kid with respiratory distress and put her in that environment where she could get it? Yeah, like what are you doing?" So, um, <laughs> yeah, Kansas City we just was like really, to live really life
1: on the edge, you know.
0: Yeah, it seems like um, I was reading an article. There is only been two states that haven't reported it. Um, Arizona is one of them. Uh, so so far we haven't gotten it any reported it's cases. Awful. Yeah, I just. Ooh. They said ours
2: when we went in. That was a month and a half ago. They said that the hospital was at capacity, as if it was the middle of flu season. Wow, and it hadn't even and flu season hadn't even started right, yet. Yeah, they had two floors that were completely on isolation.
0: Oh my gosh, Thorne yeah. said his wife had it. Oh, awful. Did- Oh, and wow. I have kids with asthma, so I don't want to mess with that. No, 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 no. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Ugh. So wash your but, hands, people. Lots of washing. Yes. Wash, 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 wash.
2: Yes, um, is, is not a pretty virus, that's for sure.
0: So I found an article and I, I wanted to ask you, uh, both of you, if you've had any problems with, um, I guess, the clothing requirements <laughs> at your schools. Like, do you have uniforms at your school or do you have... Like is it they can wear what they want. Uh Colette wears uniforms, doesn't she, Eric?
1: Yeah, Colette wears uniforms and uh I I don't know if anyone remembers I I, I spoken briefly about it before where at first I was like, eh, but she's an individual. I want her to, you know, do get all punky brewster on people. I don't care, whatever. Yeah. But um then I understood the convenience and I started, to, whenever I try to dress my daughter as just a normal kid, it turns into kind of a disaster because I'm a dumb dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: gotcha. having kind of a outlined uniform, you can put one of these three colors into this, you know, configuration, really makes it easy for me. Yeah. And yeah. I understand that, you know, it kind of battles the, it, it helps fight against clickiness and making fun of kids because they don't have the Nikes or whatever. So I'm cool with it. It's
0: yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, um, I, I went Our to a school. Don't. You don't have
2: – yeah. yeah. You know. We don't have uniforms. We do have some rules. Like they, uh, anything that's a skirt has to be – when you put your hands down at your side, mm-hmm. the skirt has to be longer than fingertip length. So when your arm is put down to your side, so it's, you know, three-quarters of the way right. down your thigh or longer. Um, you cannot wear any tank tops or bra strap show. Um, most of the time – and this is where we came into it with Sarah's hair – kids cannot wear hats of mm-hmm. any sort. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have a medical condition that they have to do that, they get a pass from the um, – the teacher that they keep clipped to their um, backpacks and when they walk into the classroom all they do is flash the badge and the teachers don't even ask they know immediately what it's for Um, and what else do they have to do I don't know this uh, you can't do like um, nothing that is with an icon on it that is clearly you know about guns or drugs right right any of that type of thing
0: well the article I found and the reason why it stuck to me is because I pretty much live in yoga pants people yeah, you know, I'm right now. <laughs> but they're they're apparently, I guess, banning yoga pants. No! in some schools, <laughs> and it's like seriously, people, it's yoga pants. Um, and the you ban those things from the drive-through, I'll never pick up my kid. <laughs> Wait, what
1: are they? Do- whether they're just they're banning kids from wearing them? yes
2: uh, well, at dangerous. a high school, ban <laughs> flesh-colored leggings yeah in every in every level <laughs> i don't so care toddlers no adults no ban that been leggings as pants that yeah. i'm
0: fine with. yes but yoga pants, yoga pants. Just kids being comfortable Good exactly Lord. and the 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 blogger actually took two pictures of herself one in like black dress pants one in yoga pants i have a number of a pair of yoga pants that look like they would they would be dress sure. pants, right? That's what's well, so great about them. Well, they dress pants because the material, that ponte
2: material, which is a little bit thicker. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just
0: so silly to me.
2: I wish – you know what I wish they would ban? Here's one. I'm going on a rant, guys. Hang on. <laughs> I wish they would rant uh, – they would rant. I wish they would um <laughs> not let kids wear slippers to school. Or that drives they do me crazy. Do they? I didn't – slippers? Oh, God. I, yes.
1: I have never seen slippers at – well, the kids – Okay.
2: Yeah, that's that does seem pretty dumb because they have the ones that kind of look like Uggs kind of look like Uggs. They're knit and they're slouchy, but they're slippers. They're clearly slippers and they have some that almost kind of look like boat shoes, but they're lined. um, I call we call them siders growing up. I don't know if you guys know what they are, but they're um, like a loafer, but they're lined with with fleece or with um, plush fur. Those are slippers. Kids wear them all the time around here, and the school says basically, if the sh- if the shoe itself, whatever it is, has a sole to it, it's not just like knit, like it's got a sole to it, then they consider it a shoe. Mm-hmm.
0: These kids are wearing slippers all over the place. I'm like not kidding anybody. I, I guess the problem I have with a lot of this when when these articles come out where the girls are reprimanded for what they're wearing because they're distracting the boys I'm like what wait the boys are the problem here
2: a lot of the I time, i don't care girls could wear a trash bag covered in poop and the ticks from nicole's house <laughs> and the boys would still
0: be like exactly it yeah, doesn't it, matter.
1: yeah you can't really do much we're just gonna that's they're just where like, the head goes
0: uniform it if you got problems yeah. then uniform it the kids say will just get want creative to trying exactly. to see it at that
2: point. I mean,
1: <laughs> did you see so and so's uh, trash bag? Ooh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> a hot so trash tight. bag.
2: So tight, <laughs> <It> was tight. <laughs> <Ridiculous.
1: It's awesome. laughs> so no, I, the kids, the boys would say it's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah, what the boys would say, would. Oh or some God. other oh, dumb ridiculous. thing.
2: Banning yoga pants. It's I, I just, hate that.
0: I do too. It just ugh. Whatever. Well, what would
2: you like them to wear? That's what I want to know. What's well, they want the to alternative? wear jeans,
0: or you know,
2: even with the do uniforms. This. Let's flip it. I will. Well, let's write letters. Let's flip it so that the girls can't wear yoga pants. The boys have to actually pull up their jeans over their ass. That would be nice. <laughs> I can't tell you who buys pants and says these fit me great. They're not quite over my ass, but I'll put a belt on anyway. You
0: know, you, I have something so funny to tell you. Mark used to do that. I used to do oh, that. my husband Mark. used to do that. <laughs> Mark, yeah. we're gonna have words. Look,
1: <laughs> it's it, it was the thing back. Right? It when
0: was. Yeah, Mark and horrible. I are about.
1: Mark and I are pretty close yeah. to in, in age, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you know, when we were high school age, that's kind of that's kind of what you did. Yeah, I don't the know. The blonde we were tips. Dumb.
2: Did get, you have the blonde I get, tips? You know, like the nineties <laughs> when there was like a little boxer peeking out. You know, it was very <laughs> it was very Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I understand, but I don't get. The kid who's walking down the sidewalk, and his pants are clearly not on his ass. No, I'm with you there.
0: He's just... Schlumping along, and you're like, dude, you're not a It's puppet. fashion, it's though. Under- I mean, we will never – I mean, we're we're past that fashion point where we don't understand that because we're not yeah. in that. So every well, generation has their point. fashion. So The
2: girls can't wear yoga pants, which cover their ass, but boys can let their ass hang out. Well, and really? someone would say,
0: well, it covers their it, – it shapes their butt too much. You know? Yeah.
2: Well, so. that's what I'm saying. Girls, the, the jeans with all the holes in them. <laughs> There's, I There's think, honestly, something. now that I think about it, I think that might be one of the rules at Sarah's school. There's only a certain amount of ripped upness you can have to your jeans. <laughs> oh, that's you can't funny because you can't look like you've walked through a cheese grater, right? But right. like, because then it's you're just trying to, you know, I don't know what the hell you're trying to show yeah. anybody then, other than that you can't buy, buy a pair of jeans that don't have holes in them. But the kids will, the kids will sit in class and rip their jeans and make oh, holes yeah. and stuff all over I'd them, and I'm doing like, that. well, yeah okay. (laughs) The goal in the Belton school system is not to look like maybe you're homeless. That's the goal, apparently. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what they're trying for. But that, no yoga pants. My God. Silly. Please, really?
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's move over to some family game night. Uh, This is the point where we talk about anything we're playing with the kids or as a family or whatever, Um, whether it be games. uh, Heck, I think we've even thrown in some some Netflix movies on occasion right. to this. So, uh, Eric, you're the only one that filled out <laughs> the part of the show notes. So I'll let you go first. All right. Um, the rest of us are going to make it up. Yeah. Go, Eric. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well, uh, for as I stated, Colette's had a, her birthday, and her gift from Christine and I was a robot. It's oh, this, neat. Yeah, yeah, it's called a MIP. It's really cool. So it's just like this little robot dude on two wheels. And you look at it, you just you set it on the floor, and you'd think it would just flop over on its face, which, which it will if it's not turned on. But when you turn it on, it's got a whole bunch of sensors in there that can detect its own weight and how it's standing, and it will kind of roll itself forward and back to keep itself standing. And Neat. then you can, it, it connects with Bluetooth with your iPhone or your iPad, and you can drive that little dude around like a remote control car. Oh, cool! It's super cool! Yeah. So she, you got the little iPad. And there's also little other things with the iPad app where you can like feed it emotions. So you drag Aww. the little uh, happy canister above his head on the app. And then you see the robot, he'll go happy. And then he'll do a little spin move <laughs> and stuff. Um, it's super cool. Um, it's a lot of fun. She's what been I enjoying that. What's that?
2: I said, That's what I do when you put coffee in me. Happy. Yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> spin move. Um, And she's been playing with that a bunch. So that's one thing. And And the other thing is... Now the whole chat
0: room wants robots, thanks to you. (laughs) I know, right?
1: I I wish I had this thing when I was a kid. I want it now. I want to steal it from her. (laughs) Um, It's a cool toy. Uh, The other thing is an iPad app, which is another weird thing for me. But I was thinking of uh, apps that Colette has liked for a long time. And it's one that she's never really gotten sick of over the past, I don't know, couple years. And it's called Liquid Sketch. It's this kind of strange uh, part puzzle, part just creative app. And it's all about kind of manipulating this very liquidy, colorful stuff on the Mm -hmm. screen by moving the iPad around. And so there's maybe a puzzle where you have to navigate the liquid from one side of the screen to the other through these obstacles. And you can... But the part that she likes to play with the most is she likes to make her own levels. So she'll... Create maybe a drawing and then put all kinds of liquid in it and manipulate it. I, I don't know. It's like a toy. It's kind of like the way she, the reason she likes Minecraft and mm-hmm. other things. It turns That's into cool. a toy more than a game. Yeah, yeah. And so been playing with that right a lot. Right now. It's super fun. It's uh, it's kind of neat.
2: It is. Oh, we're de- yes, we're buying that right now. Yeah. <laughs> How much is it? It's well, there's Liquid Sketch free. Oh, is there free? And one of them is free. I'm sure that has bazillion ads and but liquid sketch itself is only 99 cents oh cool
1: um, yeah, it's yeah. totally neat you, you can put down like uh like little areas of color and then you can move the liquid over it and it will color the liquid that color and it looks really neat the way it swirls and flows and all that
0: oh fun this is
1: gonna be a lot of fun
0: well one of the apps that mateo has been um uh i guess reading because it's kind of a book it's an app but it's a book it's uh, called The Great Cookie Thief, <laughs> Ooh. and it's Cookie Monster. And you're flipping the pages, and you're in the Wild West, and there's a cookie thief, and you're trying to match up. Is is the cookie thief the one on the poster? It's, it's adorable. It's so cute. And Mateo uh, really likes reading that little book app. Um, it's so funny how book apps – Uh, bleed over into real books and and, 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 like the lines are blurring so much with that stuff because those those interactive books are just so neat and they love them. Um, Yeah, Colette
1: was reading one yesterday on the iPad. Oh
0: yeah, what was she reading?
1: She was reading the Charlie Brown Christmas one. Oh, Just for whatever. I don't know why it's not Christmas time yet, but she felt like reading it, so I was like, okay, read
0: it up. So yeah, The Great Cookie Thief is a fun little one. Um, And you can, let's see, is it on... Uh Oh, no, not The Great Cookie, just The Great Cookie Thief. <laughs> You'll get a totally great different cookie. result if you just type in The Great Cookie. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's a cute Whoops. little app. The other thing uh, Mateo's really been doing a lot of lately is riding his little tricycle. He fi- oh, really? He finally can reach the pedals nice. and propel himself forward, so... He's been riding that little tricycle around. We we got him a um what's it call um red so the Red Flyer wagons they do mm-hmm. a version of a tricycle and it's a it's a smaller tricycle. So he's been playing and riding that all around the house, backyard. And so he's even working up to following mark on his bike so they've been riding around the backyard together so oh that's eventually awesome. mark's gonna take them out front and they're gonna ride to the mailbox together so he, i remember
1: uh when Paulette was younger she had a little tricycle and she would just for, i don't know why but she would just be happy riding in circles yeah just round and round and round and i was like okay as long as you're happy
0: and uh, that's that's our backyard basically. We don't have any sidewalks in our neighborhood. And uh our backyard has a sidewalk around the yard itself. So that's that's basically where he can go to ride his bike. <laughs> so I feel a little bad. Cause he doesn't really have anywhere else to go. But well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, he's having yeah. fun. Yeah, Fun's fun. Yeah. Good time. So I'm really happy. He actually learned that skill at school and him. Being able to interact with older kids has been a really good thing for him. And because the older kids are kind of taking him, taking Mateo under their wing and like mentoring him. It's the most adorable thing I think I've ever seen. It's <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. So, how about you, Carrie? Have any anything fun
2: uh, to share? Um- You just mentioned daycare. That made me think. I saw the coolest thing. I think I mentioned it on Twitter. I was going to pick up Colin from preschool the other day. And when you pull in to do mom pickup, there's um, a whole – there's a daycare, like a child center associated with the school. And those kids happen to be outside at like a little recess at the time. They give the kids raincoats so that they can play in the rain. It is the cutest thing you have ever seen. These little kids all running around in bright blue raincoats just having a ball on the playground. It was so cute. I loved it. Um, And Okay, so that was different. Um, Let me see. Back on track. Uh, What have we been doing? Oh, uh, Aaron likes to come in. My husband comes in and puts down his phone. He puts down his iPad and goes about his business. When he gets home at night, uh, Colin immediately goes over, picks up his phone, and begins to play a game. I don't usually have a problem with that. You know, that's usually fine. Apparently, the other day, um, he picked up, and I heard Aaron go, no, go clean it. And I said, what just happened? Colin mm-hmm. had had Silly Putty and jammed it all up in the docking uh, port of the iPad. Oh, 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 no. So, oh, no, no. It gets better. Well, Silly Putty is <laughs> relatively easy to get out. You just, you know, peel it out because it stays in one mass. You just yank it out. Well, Colin heard, go clean it. And Aaron didn't get up to help him, so Aaron found him with sink and soap and water cleaning the iPhone. (laughs) About thirty minutes later. Oh no! And oh man, Aaron couldn't even speak; he was so angry. I was laughing so hard I thought I was going to wet my yoga pants.
1: Well, he kind of did that one to himself. (laughs) He
2: uh, he just completely nailed himself, and he knew it. He knew he did it to himself. (laughs) And Colin's like, "It smells so fresh! Like he's thrilled with his handiwork." So, we've decided that we're going to try and get away from the electronics for a little while while yeah. Daddy's saving money to buy a new phone. And we've been playing a board game uh, classic called RumiCube. And we oh, have Rumi tournaments Cube. every night. I it's hilarious.
0: Love RumiCube. If Cube. anybody hasn't
2: played RumiCube before, think about how you start a Scrabble game. All the tiles are face down, and all the tiles are uh, like numbers, um, and they're all different colors. So it's I would say Rummy Cube is kind of a combination of Uno, the card game, and um, uh, Gin Rummy, the, the mm-hmm, card game. Mm-hmm. So what you'll do is you'll pick up fourteen tiles and you lay them on your little rack and nobody can see them. And you have to make either you know number runs one through whatever one through fourteen is what you can thirteen is what you can make, or you have to put down three of the same number that are different colors, mm-hmm. or you can put down. Um, as long as you do groups of three, you can move the games around. So if somebody puts down a run of, like, one through nine, you can take – as long as you leave three numbers in a group, you can break up the other ones anywhere you want as long as you use them. So you it gets really intricate after a little while, um, and we are having a blast. I love and that game. It is so much fun. When, you're, when somebody finally loses all their tiles, um, they uh, are out, and then whatever – The other two people have left. They add up the total numerical value of their tiles. Those two numbers say Aaron had 10 and Sarah had 7. I would get a 17 as my score. Aaron gets a minus 10. Sarah gets a minus 7. So, And you go to like 200. So we have been – it has become – fierce in this house. <laughs> but it's great because Colin can play it with us and he'll tell us what numbers he sees on the board and I like this one and can you do this? And so he can play mm-hmm. but not quite get the rules. And the three of us can sit there. We played for three hours last night. Oh, that's a blast. awesome. And we had TV on in the background watching something on Netflix. But it is it has become a lot of fun. Rummy, And we had, um, oh, we had game night over the weekend. We, do, we host game night at our house two or three times a year and we invite tons of adults. It's all adults. And uh, we have all the adults come over, leave their kids at home, and we have snacks and drinks, and we play uh, Cards Against Humanity. We play poker. We play any – we have Boggle. You know, we have a ton of board mm-hmm. games out there. We play Munchkin. We play everything. So we had like 10 tables going. It was, it was a good time. So oh, that, that's cool. so, uh, something that we try to do. Um, and I think Sarah would like to do that with her friends in a is couple this, weeks, get her friends a, over to play games.
1: Is it Roomie Cube with a K?
0: With an I. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, are yeah. you – M M I K U B. Yeah. Okay.
1: I just wasn't sure I was looking at the right thing because it was funny spelling.
2: Yeah. Game so. Actually, I have not looked. I would not be surprised if they had an iPhone. If they had an
0: iPad app for it. Hmm. I haven't. I would not I be surprised because you know, like you could play yeah, Yahtzee yeah. on
2: on the iPhone
0: and stuff. Oh, I, I would love Yahtzee on on the iPad. That's my preferred yeah. way of playing it now. <laughs> yep. Um, I
2: wouldn't be surprised if they had it on the on the iPad, but yeah, you gotta be so careful. Aaron's saving money for a new phone
0: because <laughs> <laughs> Colin decided his needed a bath. <laughs> with the Rummy Cube games, I have found you have to be careful with one, which ones you buy because the red and the orange sometimes look very similar. Look yeah. so similar, and yeah, there have been yeah. times where I think I have I'm like yes, uh, damn it, it's orange, not red. Yes. <laughs> and if you put down if you put down your tiles
2: on the table and you go to move all the other ones around and you realize oh. Crap, I can't do that. You have to pick up three more. So Right. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. Because there's been times where I will break the whole board apart and then I'll go, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to put it all back.
2: And then you got to take three tiles. So there are jokers and you can, you know, move stuff. It's a a lot of fun. It's very, very. Sarah said last night we were done playing. She looked at me. She goes, Colin. Hey, buddy. Great! Guess what? I'm still on the air. Bye bye. Okay, <laughs> we're right I along, Colin. Gotta, sorry. I'm, look. He just looked at me and went, "Oh, geez. Yeah, bye bye now. <laughs> Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm oh. waving at my son and making angry okay. Good.
1: Okay. He's out. got my
2: husband's. He's got my husband's noise canceling canceling headset on. His Bose oh yeah. Headset on, and he's got it plugged into his Vita, and he's coming downstairs going. Where's my drink? Well, I don't. Drink. You
0: take the headset off, you little freak. I can't do that right now. Oh, well, Rummy Cube He's is good. a great game for the holidays too. So yeah. highly recommend. All right, yeah, well let's move. Fun, let's fun move thing. the show along. Uh, we got uh, I, I had a few solicit advice, but I'm going to break it down to one. <laughs> so, uh, we have break an email it here from. It saska she says hi first off i'd love the show thanks i listened to the letter on one two three magic and i understand where Steph uh, S- sorry september is coming from my boys are are not very strong-willed uh and what works for us is making agreements that we will that we keep to ourselves too like when and how long he uses the ipad i really like reading uh, a book uh, wait a minute. I was, I'm sorry, I can't read today. I'm glad I'm only reading one email today. What I like re- liked reading was Unconditional Parenting from Alfie Cohen. Is it Cohen? It's K-O-H-M. Cohen. Cohen? Cohen. Uh, best wishes, Saskia. So I wanted to read this email because I've actually talked, I've spoken with September um, through email. And I just want to say... Personally I apologize because I think I've made her feel like I was belittling her and I'm sorry for that September and we've had a correspondence back and forth. And I think for me, I love getting feedback from everyone listening and suggestions like I, I'm gonna have to check out this book. I think I might have even picked it up already. Um I think because Mateo he he's he's a pistol. <laughs> As, as his grandmother would call him, just very. He knows what he wants, and I and I'm trying to balance, um, not breaking his will, <laughs> but also still trying to not discipline him. Right, teaching <laughs> yeah. him. I mean, there's like, what is the whole root of discipline is to teach, and I'm trying because there's times where he he'll start to hit me, and I'm like, buddy, we don't hit, and he'll he'll do it again, and again, and again. So I I can't talk that out of him. <laughs> I can't. So what I've what i what I've found to work for us, and that's where the one, two, three magic kind of helped, because it just doesn't necessarily I'm following that plan to a T. And I think that's what I'm trying to figure out is my own style with Mateo and what works and what doesn't. And so reading the different books, and it's just helping me from the, from that perspective. So I wanted to personally apologize to september if if i because i think i might have been a little hard as i read that email so i'm sorry for that september and we've gone back and forth and um i I think i'm better on track with mateo because what i do now is kind of a form of of one two three and it's funny because his teacher even does a one two three with him um because i find that he will push the limits kind of like i do (laughs) until he knows they're that like it's done like if you're, if you're not in your bed, by the t- time I count to three, I'm going to pick you up and I'm going to put you in there. If you hit me, we're, we're just, we're leaving. Like, we're out in a restaurant. Like, we were went out for breakfast and he was kicking me. And I, I was like, buddy. And he was just in an off mood. Mm-hmm. And so I just, we don't kick. I picked him up. We went outside. I removed him from the situation. And I'll say, are, are you ready to say Sorry. No, okay. Well, then we're gonna stay out here until you can say you're sorry, and that's been working for us. And there's elements of one, two, three magic with that. There's probably the all kind of overlap. I think, well, not all of them, but I think there's elements that overlap, and and so 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 forth. So I, uh, uh, it's an ever evolving. He's a person. He's changing. I'm changing. It's just a crazy journey that that I'm. Trying to figure out how to be a parent and well, not let sounds, the kid walk all over me.
1: It sounds like you're doing what I'm a big fan of, which is taking good advice and just tweaking it enough to fit you, right? Because nothing's going to fit perfectly, exactly. but there's probably some good stuff in there.
0: Yeah. So this unconditional parenting. I think uh, I picked up a couple of other books that I've kind of been thumbing through. My problem is I have all these books now. That I'm like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta find the time to read them. <laughs> so. <laughs> But I don't know. Do you, do either of you have like methods of how when you're out in public? Because I honestly carry you saying public uh, parenting in public that stuck with me. And I, I had to do that in Walmart the other day and yeah. everybody was watching me and Mateo was not listening. He was in the cart standing up. And, yeah. I, you know, I, I give a little. I don't make him sit up front. He likes to sit in the the basket. So I said, mm-hmm. the rule is, if you're going to sit in the basket, you have to sit down. And he wouldn't sit down. I'm like, well, we're not moving until you sit down. <laughs> so, yeah. and everybody's watching and I'm feeling the eyes on me. I'm like, uh, you know what? It's just, I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling too. But I was like, yeah. I got to do this because if he doesn't, then it all crumbles. I got to follow through with this. So. I think
2: I think parenting books are great. I think they give you they give you kind of a perspective on and, and you know so a lot of them if they sell well it doesn't necessarily mean that that's right right you know what I'm saying yeah, it's just yeah. because that book works for a lot of people everyone's kid is different and I I just think that parenting is a battle it's more of an internal battle for moms and dads about how to. Take control but not be controlling
1: because yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm.
2: hard because you want your children to make choices and learn from them, but in ways where it doesn't hurt them or hurt other people right. and you're trying to teach them how to be a part of a bigger community mm-hmm. while also learning about themselves and that's that's a big like hard. Thing to do with uh, for me, when Eden gets upset, we just I just I'm gonna take her out of the situation, mm-hmm. she can't control it, so like right. I just she doesn't know better, so I take her out. Um, when it comes to you know, Colin's that age where he will push and push mm-hmm. and push, and um, I love you, honey, I know you're not listening, my husband's the pushover in the family. Um, he will <laughs> say, Don't touch that, and Colin will say, Okay, and Colin knows, you know, 15 seconds the minute dad's watching video games again, I'm not gonna go back to doing it because mm-hmm. he's not paying attention, right? So, <laughs> he knows that where i will say if i'm in the room and i'll say i caught him the other day perfect example he goes into the bathroom he uses the bathroom he washes his hands i can hear him in the bathroom playing in the sink and i told him colin just yelled didn't get off the couch he says what i said are you playing in the sink i'm cleaning my hands i said are you playing in the sink I'm cleaning my hands. So I get up and I walked over to the bathroom, and he was so focused and playing in the sink that he didn't see me come up behind him. And I <laughs> tapped him on the shoulder, and he turned around and he was like, Oh, crap. I, I didn't say a word. I, uh-huh. I just got on my knees right in his face, uh-huh. and I said, Did you lie to me? And just de- dead face. <laughs> Tears. <Aww. I'm> sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. You know, I shouldn't po- laugh, but I've had because similar situations. I couldn't I I was just like, Nope, nothing. Never. Just complete stone. He knows when he's done wrong. That's what I want him to learn. Yeah. I want him to yeah. feel that awkward, oh my God, I'm busted feeling. Yeah. Cause that's where he's gonna learn that I don't want to feel like that again. I shouldn't do it. If I say to him, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, and I go through at, at five, I kind of go through the explanation of you're making a mess and it's creating bigger problems for other people, he, he just he, – mentally, he's not able it's, to go yeah, there. He just can't. He, he can't. So I have to basically resort to fear. And <laughs> but I mean it works. Mm-hmm. I, I let him have that. I let him go. I'll say, why don't you go to your room until you think about it? Mm-hmm. And he's crying. I'm sorry. Go. Go. And he has to be, like, alone with that. He has to be. And then he'll come downstairs a few minutes later. I'm sorry. I made the mess. I won't do it again. And you know he got it. Yeah. 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 So the next time I say to him, are you playing in the sink? No, I'm not supposed to do that. So he knows. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it sinks in. Yeah. But there are kids – and Mateo, is, he's pushing you that way. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And all kids will do it. They're either just like, I just want to be right. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what about, or I want to see how far you'll take this. Right. And what can I get away with? Cause I'm really having fun and that's what matters. And it's hard. He's really little for him to understand the the ramifications of social appropriate. Like, he just doesn't get it. And He's just like, I don't care. All I know is I see how you react to it because I'm not looking
0: at everyone else. I I want to make sure he's a good kid, but there will be situations where he's either overtired or just something like I, I also have to kind of put in perspective of. How long have I been dragging this kid around? Yep. And when's the last
2: time he ate? All exactly. that stuff. Yeah. And yep, I, exactly.
0: And I, I have learned never underestimate the power of getting down to their level. Like actually, like what you did—you get down to their eye level and you make them look at you as you yeah. speak to them. Yeah. And I try to use very simple words, like "you," "you cannot hit me." <laughs> Yeah. You cannot hit anyone. Yeah, no, it it is like that. It is bad. And when you
2: say it, you almost feel like I'm dumb. Yeah. I but don't like, know. you, like, so <laughs> obvious, but yeah. you do. You have to yeah. say that. There's, when you lean into a kid, like if you're sitting at a dinner table and the kid's sitting next to you, when you lean over to say something to them, when you're trying to say it, maybe in a restaurant, like you need to knock it off, you're still like on top of them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that, right. that's the intimidation factor that I think other people watching expect. To beat the battle. Like, that's what's going to win is that you're intimidating the child into stopping. And there are kids who are going to be like, that's adorable. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And they just, <laughs> yeah,
0: they exactly. Care. Mateo kind of laughs, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but when
2: you get down on their level and you're eye to eye with them, they understand and feel that implication of being mm-hmm. a peer. Right. And that you're just yeah. like, look, this is why it's not okay. And they're more likely to feel like you're not berating them as much as you are trying to communicate with them. Yeah. So I think that I think they'll. The, It's it's hard, and but I think like I think September. You know, you find something that works with you, and you want to share it with the world. And it's it's for some people it's difficult to kind of grasp that it works so great for me. If if Mm -hmm. you just try it a little harder, because I tried it harder and it worked for me. It's not that way for everybody. Yeah, it's just it just doesn't work through. But I think the books are great. I mean, if nothing else, they open your eyes to stuff maybe you hadn't thought of before.
0: Well, I just look at it. I looked at it not. It's more of confidence in me. Like I am so not confident as a parent, and I think that's pr- – I think a majority of parents feel this way. Yeah. So when I, when I read something or I get knowledge of something or maybe a different perspective, I feel mm-hmm. more confident in what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So – Yep, absolutely. That's kind Nobody – every one of us who
2: has had a child was new at one point. Everyone yeah. knows, and nobody—I don't think there's a single parent that I know that goes through this life and says every morning when they wake up, "I'm going to turn out a great kid." No psychopaths <laughs> here, no way.
0: Because
2: you don't know—you don't know what you're getting. We're all doing the best we can to provide our kids with what, say, with 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 what I think is most parents try to do better for their child than they had themselves. Yeah, they know what doesn't work for them socially. But, you know, there are, there are those kids, their social lives and their social experiences. They may have parents who are not social butterflies, and they themselves are. And that's a struggle because they don't know how to talk to one another and understand. Mm-hmm. And, but I want to, and that's hard. And that's where some of those books can come in handy, just so that you can understand the perspective of a parent who has a child that is a social butterfly. Not all that stuff is going to work for your kid, but at least it's out there, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like That sounds like Christine and I. We're not crazy social. Uh, but Colette is super social. She wants to talk to everybody and all the time. And so it's been a struggle for us to try and help her – well, it's to try and let her be that. Because mm. that means we also have to be kind of social with yeah. other people. So it's it's been a struggle.
0: Well, push, I mean, honestly, I would never have gone to a pumpkin patch if not for my kid. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Seriously. So I, I find myself doing things – for this, for the benefit of my child, and I guess you know that's that's what being a good parent. You know, you, you gotta do things you don't want to do. I really don't want to watch Oogie Love for the fiftieth time on Netflix. <laughs>
1: no,
2: um,
0: but yeah, we do silly stuff. So, all right, well, let's wrap this show up. Uh, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to mention uh, drafting Dave in the chat room. Just uh, gave a podcast recommendation that I thought would. Uh, I wouldn't mention it because I'm a fan of the game Destiny, and apparently there is a whole podcast called Dads of Destiny Hey, I'm a mom of Destiny. But I'm a uh, Dad of Destiny. Yeah, Dad of Destiny. So it's a it's a podcast for dads who play Destiny. <laughs> so there looks like they have six episodes out. If you go to dadsofdestiny.net, you'll you'll check out you can check out the website and podcast. So I'm
1: gonna check this Dave, out. Dave,
0: thanks for uh, thanks for the recommendation. I have to check it out myself. Though I will admit I'm in I'm in the throes of Borderlands the pre sequel. I
1: would assume as much. I've been wondering how oh you've God. been enjoying that.
0: It's so good. I love it so much. <laughs> I never want to, like if I only had one game to play for the rest of my life, Borderlands.
1: Yeah, no yeah, surprise. Yep. Good
0: game. Uh, all right. So we just want to thank our sponsors of the show. We have uh, ChoreMonster.com as well as doghouse systems. If you use the code nerd at checkout, you'll get a free upgrade of 120 gigabyte solid state drive. Um, and they're always running specials and all that. Uh, in fact, that's I'm using my doghouse to play Borderlands the pre-sequel right now. It's great. Uh, also, alphageekradio.com, thanks so much for letting us uh, stream live there. Uh, we try to keep on a consistent set schedule, but we're parents. We sometimes have to, you know. Spray for ticks. <laughs> so, but yeah, this a uh, bunch of shows over on alphageekradio.com and a schedule of all the lives, live sessions that go there. Uh, if you go over to forum.myextra life, you'll find the nerd parent section of the uh, My Extra Life forum. Scott Johnson, thank you so much for putting that up for us. Uh, as And if you want to contact us, send us an email, uh, send us any kind of game recommendations whatever you can email us directly at nerdparents at gmail.com or you can just head on over to the website nerdparents.com and there's a contact form over there you can find us all on twitter i'm nicole spagg uh eric is eric mauler i was gonna, mm-hmm. i'm always second guessing the how i you shouldn't it, you you've know. been doing it fine for a while but i have now. that little pause in my head that goes smaller <laughs> <It's> all right <laughs> and then of course uh carrie is coffee please that's uh plz yes. uh and i have a segment i have a game segment from dan so okay. will stay tuned to the very end and listen to some halloween themed recommendations for board games uh, mm. i think i have king of tokyo halloween recommendation from dan so Thanks, chat room, for hanging out with us. Carrie, Eric, thanks for hanging out. And we'll talk with you in a week. Bye. Uh, Bye. bye (laughs) Bye-bye.
3: Hello fellow nerd parents, this is Dan, and I'm here with another family game night recommendation. I'm sorry for being a little bit absent the last few weeks, but planning has been a full-time job it seems for this year's Gamers for Cure's fourth annual 24-hour board game marathon to benefit Turner Syndrome Society of the United States. Now, Lauren has Turner Syndrome, and what it is is a chromosomal condition that describes girls and women with common features that are caused by complete or partial absence of the second sex chromosome. Some common problems include short stature, premature ovarian failure thyroid problems, and heart and kidney abnormalities. It occurs in approximately one of every 2,000 live female births and is responsible for as many as 10% of all miscarriages. Now, diagnosis is key so that you can start treatment. And once treatment is started, they can live long, happy, healthy lives. But it helps to get some continuing education out there for providers so that they can diagnose and the treatment can get started. More information can be found at GamersForCures.com about how you can donate or how you can be part of the 24-hour board game marathon, which is a ton of fun and great door prizes and all the raffles throughout the this week's game is going to be a Halloween-themed game. Now, earlier in the Nerd Parent segments, we had talked about a great game called King of Tokyo, a fun, dice-rolling family game, very light-hearted, and it very much take that and great for kids and parents to play and, and attack each other. Now, there's a Halloween expansion, which is called the Halloween Collector's Pack, which has two new monsters you can play. Boogie Woogie and Pumpkin Jack. You can play them with the base game or you can just use them here with the, some of these other extras that you have. You've got some evolution powers which uh, you can get throughout the game from rolling the dice. You can also use some of those cubes to get other powers which are basically costumes that your monsters put on which are a ton of fun and just change the game up a little bit. But the coolest thing about the game is that it comes with a full set of new dice. They're orange dice with black etching just for halloween and they look awesome and they just feel great and you may even want to use them in your base game throughout the regular year as well this halloween expansion is on amazon right now for right around 15 i hope you can play some games with your family this weekend and have a great and spooky week
2: what do you want to tell them what's your favorite color uh turquoise turquoise because that's the standard color for a (laughs) four-year-old
3: Work. for more information about this and other shows visit frogpants.com audio program so good it's like you're there
2: who's your favorite parent think carefully before you <laughs> it's a trick question colin i don't know i don't know say both okay. all right plead the fifth I well done, do done. Right. both They're of them so i can do my show <laughs> Bye. He just looked at me and wagged his finger, and he's like, You're kidding. This question is (laughs) trouble.
0: My brain is melting.